Hello and welcome to Office World Podcast. I am your host, The Revealsables, Sister Chrissy Christ Anderson. And thank you all for tuning in with me and welcome back to another night or day of Office World Podcast. Tonight's episode, we are going to dive into some true events that will hopefully inspire you to reflect on the way you love people just to show you that the way you love can be a flaw just as well as how you love versus it being a healthy gesture sometimes this episode is directed for my ladies and particularly because we scream the saying we love hard the most versus the fellas but 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 it is also for anyone who believes that they are a person that loves hard. I will answer a few Q&As as well from the audience. So stay tuned and I will be right back with you with your inspiration right after this break. All right, all right, all right. So welcome back, you guys. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in with me because you can be anywhere. You can be doing anything, but you're here with me taking the time out of your day just to tune in with me or night just to tune in with me. So I really appreciate your listenership. I really appreciate your support. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, And I got more coming for you. I got so much more coming for you. Um, This summer is going to be a big... uh, a big deal trust me a big deal (laughs) so stay tuned and stay abreast and I thank you guys for your patience and just know I'm coming hard I'm coming for you okay but moving forward um tonight's episode is inspired by some true events over this past weekend or that really transpired throughout the week um it's very personal to me because um, it's something that I learned about myself and I I pray a lot when it comes to my relationship with people because I always want to handle them with accordingly when I um, have people come in and out of my life because you never know I never know why God um, have me cross paths with people or you know, um, gain a friendship here or there. I never know the reason why. So I never want to abuse the relationships I have with people that I come across paths with because I don't know the reason God has sent them to me. So, and I always want to please God, no matter what, no matter what kind of relationship it is, whether it's a significant other relationship, a friendship, or a co-ed ship, a colleague, a networking ship, you you know, you just never know the reason why people are um, in your lives. So I never want to abuse that. Moving forward, um, I've been contemplating a lot on what I want. And ladies, this is particularly for us. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and be honest. We have this thing to where we will write down everything we want from a man in our relationship. And we will write down all the things we want in a relationship. And I'm speaking from experience. And I'm just being quite honest. And um, But I'm going to let you know how it can also be a flaw. Not just in us, but also in what we do. Here's why. Because we write down everything we want, everything we expect this man to have, this man to do. 
and we send up all these different prayers to God on what we want and how we want it, when we want it. And, you know, we don't think he's listening because our patients are running thin. We're going day by day and still nothing happening. But in the midst of us running out of patience, God is actually working. God hears everything you, you ask of him. There's not a request that you have not asked for that he did not hear you. Um, it's the way you present your request. It's the way you verbalize your request to God. It's the way you send up those requests to God that takes an effect to how you receive those requests. And you have to always remember that it's never going to be on your time. But in those requests, we ask for a lot. And some of which we ask for only can come from God, which is why we must be very specific when asking of something from a human and sending it up to God. We know God is spiritually. We know God is God. We know God is just that. But man is not that. That's the difference. So some of the things we write down and what we expect from a man is really expectations of God and what we should expect from him. Because sometimes, all of the time, some of those things on that paper or in your mind or in your prayer that you have signed up ain't even human. <laughs> it's not realistically human nature or even in our human nature to have those things. And some people are not going to have those things. Some people will never have those things. So it brings to my attention to that. Um, you don't have to settle when you don't get what you ask of God. You don't have to settle. But God will send you somebody with all those qualities that you're asking for. But it's how you react to things. It's how you respond to things. And it's how you verbalize your your communication. It's all about your personality. It can be also how you are to bring those qualities out of that person. You may not see the, those qualities right off and you may be like, oh, he looked thuggish. Oh, he did he that. He don't have nothing I asked for of God. Yes, if God sent him to you for a specific reason, he has those qualities. That person has those qualities. But it's up to you to bring those qualities out of that person. So if you're not right, he, he, he's not going to look right to you and if you're not right fellas she's not gonna look right to you everything we want in life and want to succeed out of life and want to have in life starts with us if we can't be the example of what we want and we can't show the example of what we want then how can you say you want something if you're not even what you want <laughs> Riddle me that. But moving forward, that's part one of it. Part two is that the saying of, oh, I love hard. Okay. I think all of us at one point of time love hard. I, I, I think we do. 
you know I think we all share that characteristic to where we love you know we we tend to love you know but when we love we have this thing to say okay to justify our behavior sometimes or our reaction to things or our overreaction or our overthinking or our you know attitudes with when things don't go our way we have this thing to say or when we mistreat somebody and don't know we're mistreating somebody but we tend to say or call it oh I oh that's just me I love hard um that's a flaw that's not a I love hard thing because let me tell you why um God loves hard nobody loves us harder than God but his love is not aggressive when he loves us hard. Am I right or am I right? Um, so when we do things out of the ordinary and we call it, oh, I love hard. But that person that's receiving that love from you is feeling it to be aggressive. There should not be aggressiveness in the way you love somebody, even if you are a person that loves hard. That is not a valid excuse. I love hard. It's not a valid excuse for your behavior, your actions, your responses, or to neglect the responsibility or accountability to hold for yourself when you have acted in such a behavior towards somebody and it results in a mistreatment. I know this. I learned this lesson. It was a hard lesson for me to learn, y'all. Let me tell you. Um, so that can be considered a flaw. And yes, I am a person that used to say, keyword, used to say, I didn't want to be in a relationship because I am a person that loves hard. And when a person loves hard, that means they fear that they're not going to get back everything that they're giving to that person in return. They fear of being used. They fear being abused. They fear being abandoned. They fear being, you know, mistreated. They fear being everything but loved by that person. And that's just not everybody you will encounter throughout your life. Not everybody wants to come into your life and mistreat you. Not everybody wants to come into your life and see you hurt, see you going through something. Not everybody wants to come into your life to just to cause you this specific pain over and over again after you have shared and confided in them those past moments you have experienced from other people I don't think nobody intentionally goes into somebody or comes into somebody's life just to be the example of what not to be again after they have went through that so I don't think the behavior the attitude the miscommunications the overthinking, the underthinking, the not thinking, the responses, replies, or whatever 
should be a justifiable behavior for to hold you accountable for your behavior towards somebody just to say I love hard and I had to take accountability of that because I used to say I was that person but I also learned a valuable lesson that that same fear of losing somebody I act out of fear. I respond out of fear because I fear losing people. I hate losing people. I hate being abandoned by people that I love. So I tend to love hard. But when you love hard, you actually can push that person away by loving them a little too hard because that behavior becomes aggressive. And they may perceive it as aggressive instead of, oh, she just loved hard. Some people may not respond to it the way you want them to respond. They not they may not respond to them being so understanding and so patient with you. But if they happen to do respond the quite opposite, which was my reaction. My res- my <laughs> Um, particular person responded he responded different he responded very different than I, what I expected and the thing he told me was um, he said I could have woke up mad I could have woke up angry I could have woke up and took it a whole nother direction but I didn't I let it go. Some things you just have to let go if it's not that big. And another thing he said was, um, enjoy being treated white. And I, I had to be quiet while he was talking because I, I believe in. I'm I'm not the, I'm very I'm a very submissive woman first of all so when I there I will cut you off a couple of times but it's not to be disrespectful my cutoffs are are never to be meant to be taken disrespectful but when they when my man is making a valid point and he's trying to get me to understand something I'm gonna listen. I know when to shut the fuck up. Excuse my French. And some of us ladies, we don't know when to shut up. And I know I may fear losing that person. But at the same time, you have to enjoy If you if you continue to live in fear and respond off fear and react off fear, what are you enjoying? What am I truly enjoying? And I, I get it. Emotions have changed. Emotions do change. Emotions get a little bit deeper. And I think that was a little bit of the case on my behalf. But at the same time, when those emotions get deeper, y'all... You you just can't 
let them take over. It's the remaining the same is what kills us in relationships. Emotions go ups and down and sad and round, but us, as a person, we have to remain. And I think that's the part we fail at in relationships. Because we then feed off those emotions. We react off those emotions. We respond off those emotions. Instead of remaining the same, before we even had those emotions, before we knew what they were before they start to develop even in the midst of them developing we were the same but it's the deeper they develop the more we start to change and looking at that it brings a do a different perspective in life and i, I I'm, I'm so thankful because let me tell y'all something because i pray to god to learn so much from my next relationship or my next man that I get involved with I pray that I prayed that I wanted to learn from him I needed to learn something from him I don't want to be with a man that I can't learn anything from and I don't want to be with a man that think he's too big headed to learn from me I think if you learn together you grow together and I believe in that and I believe we as women, we are men help as Eve was Adam's help. But at the same time, I know my place. I know my role. I'm very submissive and I can be an alpha role when needed. So I, if we worked on remaining the same, both sides, men and women, no matter how deep the emotions got and never resp- I won't say never because there are going to be some hiccups we human but if we don't focus on responding off those emotions I think relationships work out the best that way I really do and it's not that you're detaching from the person or it's not that you're you know not trying to attach to the person it's not like you're trying to uh, deflect your emotions it's not trying to like you denying your emotions it's not trying like you just trying to hide your emotions you're not hiding them you're fully affectionate you're fully capable of showing this love and giving this love back you're sure you're fully giving it but it's the responsiveness from it when certain things arrive and when tensions arrive or when conflict arrives or when a disagreement happens you know not to respond emotionally but women we are emotional creatures whether it's hormonal whether it's you know um health wise mental wise Everybody has an emotional side. Men are just taught to not to show theirs because it makes them look weak. In all actual reality, I love to see my man and his emotions. That lets me know, dang, like shit. If I cry, he can cry too. And I mean, not my man, that's not weak to me. What is weak to me is when you can't say 
<laughs> is when you can't verbalize. That's a weakness to me that I hate to see. Because I believe, you know how you fear losing someone? I believe you can lose someone by things not said. And when people walk out of your life just because, you know, they may need to hear that. Or it may be a time comes that it needs to be said and you're still not verbally willing to give that. And all of a sudden you lose that that person just because of things unsaid and I don't think that's fair for either party because I don't I I think if you have that good communication level anything can be said you know between the two anything because that's how well y'all communicate with one another and that's just how that's how you both grow to connect with each other but it also goes back to being patient just because they don't say it then just because they don't say it at that moment or in that time are you willing to be patient and that's my that's what I'm working on right now because he isn't so verbal but he's verbal when needed when it's when it's detrimental detrimentally needed he is verbal but if I'm just out of the blue it's it's not no yeah so and that's where my patients have to kick in at so it's a it's a it's a great balance when you are able to pinpoint things that you're working on and you can see he's working on or if you can you know reflect on growth and if you see potential you know it's it's kind of intriguing to because I ask to learn you know you have to be willing to learn to do something you have to be willing to grow you have to be willing to do the work I mean it takes two to do the work and if neither party want to do the work, then y'all just going to fail regardless. There's no hope. But when one is doing work and the other is doing work, it works. It just works. And I think that's awesome. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. But let me go into y'all questions. Stop saying y'all love hard, first and foremost. Stop saying you love hard and making it an excuse to your behavior and your attitude and your uh, mistreatment of mistreating somebody. That does not mean you love hard. That means you are fear. You are fearing of losing that person. You are loving them out of fear. You are misloving them because you're loving them incorrectly because you're trying to hold them down too damn much and i'm sorry for the french in this um in this in this episode y'all i think that was my third french word but um i just think it's I, it's hilarious how us human can be sometimes and it's not funny when that person actually gets tired and and leave you know a person can only take so much so if you're not trying to work on that loving heart, 
then don't don't say you love hard because love is not aggressive and that's in first corinthians 13 4 through 8 it is not aggressive at all so stop using that we i love hard uh, and fellas stop using that too y'all stop using that that's not an excuse trust me i i gotta get out of it too i, am, I ain't saying no more i learned my lesson i'm good um because that was an excuse and looking back on it now it was an excuse to validate my behavior and that's that's not right um i, I don't think nobody love hard nobody can't love you harder than god that's just it so first question comes from sarah out of uh, cincinnati ohio she wants to know what's the difference in having a title versus not having a title dang sarah um shoot why pick your question but having a title i'm gonna go i'm gonna do a whole episode on titles because i learned a lesson with that too and like my significant other told me today um enjoy being treated right and enjoying being treated right (laughs) doesn't really have a title just enjoy the moments enjoy the time enjoy the quality time enjoy life in the present not from the past but hopefully with a great future ahead so but to elaborate on your question sarah i got a whole episode for that coming up this friday so tune in friday and i will definitely go in depth on that question next question comes from leon out of tampa florida he wants to know um well he says um he had an argument with his girl. Although she is right sometimes, I don't tell her. How can I tell her she's right without her throwing it in my face as a as an aha moment? And how can we move on from it as a way of growing instead? Oh, um, ooh, that's different. Um, Leon, first of all, if you can't tell your significant other that she's or he is right without her, aha, I told you, I told you, that's just insane. That's childish. I'm gonna need you to let her know how you feel, first and foremost. Have a talk with her, let her know how you feel. Tell her, like, hey. I know that first of all I know that that can make you feel some type of way as in masculinity wise um that's why you don't want to tell her but the more you don't tell her I'm guessing that the arguments are progressing I'm guessing that the arguments are getting more aggressive the longer you wait to tell her and finally do tell her if you ever tell her it sounds like you don't tell her at all so if you don't um find a way to on common grounds to sit down and talk to her and let her know like hey babe I'm I'm gonna start telling you right I feel like you are owed this for me to tell you this but I'm not gonna sit here and let you demasculine me and throw it in my face 
about you being right all the time. I feel I feel like if we move past something, it shouldn't be brought up again because it's a hurdle that we've got over already. And me personally, Leon, I think hurdles things that you accomplish shouldn't be brought up again i'm i'm very thankful about that with my significant other um we both tend to do that actually i'm very proud of both of us i'm i'm not the person to bring up somebody else's mistakes after they have apologized i had to learn that the hard way like two years ago so me doing it now it's like dang girl i'm proud of you i don't do that we don't do that he don't do that and we just feel like, dang, that's one step closer to something. We we got through that. You know, at least that's how I feel. But, um, yeah, so let her know that how you really feel about it. And then be open, you know. And then if she continues that behavior, tell her anyway. Because you got you to gotta show a person that, hey, look, I done told you how I felt about something. But if you keep it up, you're going to fucking lose me. You got you to gotta let people know, like, you, you're you not. Look, we are striving to be like Jesus. We are not him. We will never be him. So our humanity, our human, humane patience may not be as much as God and Jesus as much as they can handle versus what we can handle. You get what I'm saying? So... Don't feel like you just have to settle and stay in that situation just because that's what you're used to and that because of the history y'all have. I'm going to let you know, if if that continues to happen and you don't like it and you express to her that you don't like it after you have this conversation with her and it continues to happen and you telling her that she's correct about something, don't let it linger. Just tell her, hey, baby, okay, you were right. That's fine. But if it happens... Let her know, like, babe, look, I told you how I felt about this. You can still bring it up. You're still throwing it in my face. You're still trying to demasculate me. Like, what, what the problem is, you know? And if she can't come to a solution to what the real problem is, you got to let her know, like, you keep this up, you're going to lose me because I'm not going to keep dealing with it. You have to deal with people's problems over and over and over again. God knows a person gets worried. And when you're not married, I'm guessing you're not. When you're not married, you're not obligated to to always work things out with that person. You're obligated to come to a solution. You're obligated to come to an agreement, a mutual agreement. You are obligated to give that person the same amount of respect that they give you. You are obligated to give that person uh, an explanation for your behavior sometimes towards them. But far as you keep putting in up, putting up with their continuous patterns, you're not obligated to do that. You're not obligated to stay in situations that bring you the continued results. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to, you know, down. I'm not trying to throw bad advice out there, but I'm just being honest that hurts us the most. The longer we stay in something, then we go to our next relationship and then we'd be like, oh, I stayed too long. I shouldn't have stayed that long. Yeah, you know that. You knew that. And you still stayed. You're not obligated to do so. And just like me and my significant other, I don't expect him to to stay if I continue to do something over and over. I expect him to understand. I expect him to, you know, be considerate. 
But do I expect him to stay if that's hurting him? No. And do he expect me to continue to do it over and over after he have explained to me that he don't like that? No. It doesn't justify anything. They don't justify why he should stay. They don't justify my behavior as to why I keep doing it. You got to learn to let go. And, and what my significant other said, enjoy being treated right. <laughs> okay, moving on. This is my last question. Shanice from Columbus, Georgia wants to know, so I had this talk with my man about him calling me at 2 a.m. after he go out, but he never tell me, but he calls me and expect me to answer. Should I keep opening my door? Whoa. Okay, so first of all, um, I don't know the severity of this and you didn't go into detail but if he's not telling you he's going out and I'm guessing he's not explaining why he's going out or who he's with when he go out then I'm, I wouldn't open my door baby I'm sorry you can come in at a decent hour when you in until you feel like explaining yourself I feel like y'all should have that talk to where you should have an understanding to where like hey babe I'm going this way. I'm going this with the fellas and da, da, da. Okay, got it. Cool. But if he's not that type to sit down and tell you that and he just ups and leave and expect you to just open your door at this, this time of hour, no, that's disrespectful. I'm sorry. Um, I know that hands on, but my, my nah, I, I, I know that's disrespectful. I've been there before years ago, but never again um yeah don't don't yeah have that talk with him girl let him know how you feel let him know you need to come in a decent hour until you start explaining yourself and when you get to the point where you understand and you get to the point where you understand his situation and know then you can be more acceptance to those hours but even then a man ain't finna come in at that time hour anyway unless they have already talked to you about it or or something. Oh, y'all got that kind of understanding. So y'all must not have that understanding for him to just keep doing it and doing it and doing it like that. <laughs> but yeah, talk to him, girl. Let him know where you stand. Put your feet down. All your feet too. Um. So that was it for tonight. And I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in with me. And um. Yeah, that was it. And I'll see y'all back Friday with titles and another Q&A. And I'll be answering some more of you guys' questions. I told y'all I'm breaking down in segments because it's a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, this should finish off Season 5. Um, after Friday night, I'm going to have an all-specific Q&A Saturday night live. And it will be via live Facebook. So... Yes, and it will be recorded. Yeah, that will be episode eight. Yeah, so Friday will be episode seven and episode eight for the all live Q and A special. Just all Q and A's. I'm trying to knock them all out for season five. So season six um, Q 
Q&As would be fresh because that's a whole completely different season. Um, but in the meantime, thank you guys for tuning in. Stay blessed. Stay encouraged. Remember, love more, hate less. And spread love, not the mess. And take what you can from it. And guess what else? Leave the rest for somebody else. Y'all have a good night. Stay blessed and encouraged. I love y'all. Bye.